0: You are listening to the Next Best Picture Podcast, and this is our review of *Crawl*. The state of Florida has issued a Category 5 hurricane warning. All residents must evacuate immediately. Grab your families, your loved ones, and get out. Dad! We won't be able to come for you. Dad! Are you hurt? I'm fine. Hello, can anybody hear me? I'm dropping my father in our house in Coral Lake. Please send help! Really? Wait down here! Pete, you hear that? In less than an hour, we'll be underwater. Banging on the pipes blurs their senses. I can distract them for you. You need to go now. I'm not leaving you here. listening to the trailer for Crawl, and the story is as follows. When a massive hurricane hits her Florida town, young Haley ignores the evacuation orders to search for her missing father, Dave. After finding him gravely injured in their family home, the two of them become trapped by the rapidly encroaching floodwaters. With the storm strengthening, Haley and Dave discover an even greater threat than the rising water level, a relentless attack, from a pack of gigantic alligators, da da da. The film is starring only two people, Keisco Delario and Barry Pepper. It is directed by Alexandre Aha, and it is written by Michael Rossman and Sean Rossman, or Sean Ross Ross I don't know. I butchered at least four names there. Joining me for this podcast review, I have Josh Parham. Hello, hello. And that's not a name I will butcher on this show. Although, the alligators might do some butchering during this movie. That they might, yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know, Josh, every now and then, not frequently, but every now and then, sometimes in life, we need a crawl. It needs to happen. Yes. You know? Like, I think child's play could have been that, but there were a few problems in there. And I know it was that for some people, but... When you have a movie that is completely self-aware and knows exactly what it is, and what it is, is a B-level genre thriller slash horror film, those movies can be very enjoyable when done properly. And the great thing about Crawl, at least for me, is that it both doesn't take itself too seriously, and it doesn't take itself too light either. It hits the right tone. It's not like one of those movies like, say, I don't know, like... What's like, what's like one of these types of movies to your mind that uh, is more funny than terrifying? Like Drag Me to Hell, maybe?
1: Yeah, which is interesting because uh, the producer of this film is Sam Raimi, and that's one of his movies.
0: Right, yeah. No, that's why I brought it up as an example. But my point being, though, is that Crawl, I actually expected it to be so over the top that it would kind of be a bit unbelievable at times. but. To this film's credit, it actually keeps things grounded pretty well within the tension and the drama. And, you know, I didn't ask more than that. And it delivered. I'm rambling too much. What about you? What what did you think of Crawl? I really
1: enjoyed this movie. And I think that you're completely right, Matt, that this is a film that really understands the type of movie that it is. And manages to strike this really great balance between being kind of like a legitimate quote-unquote horror movie but also not taking itself so seriously that it would end up becoming silly and what I really appreciate about this film is that it just really knows that the audience is here to just see a big alligator movie and it manages to play the tension really well I think that you don't really get too many contrived moments with characters acting too stupidly so that the tension actually feels rather genuine. And I think that there are scenes in here that are really fun and very entertaining. And this is a movie that I had kind of high hopes for, at least just in terms of delivering a, a, an entertaining film. And I think it did definitely do that. It's not, aiming for much but what it does aim for it does really really well
0: yeah I I have to say too one thing I like that you said there is that the the characters don't behave stupidly in this movie and uh, Kea uh, Scandalario who plays uh, Haley in this film she's resourceful throughout the entire movie In fact, she's the one that's trying to save her father. She's the one who is actively going through all these different obstacles as the film keeps on stacking and stacking and stacking conflict after conflict against her and her father. She's always the one that's consistently always finding a way through a lot of these scenarios. And I don't know if it's so much a me thing, but there were a lot of times where I I felt that... like. I, I almost felt like it was, not that it was easy, but she, she just made it look so effortless. And, I, and I, I had a hard time kind of connecting with how resourceful the character was at times. But then there were these other moments that completely erased that for me where she was helpless or she has like this one really, really great moment where she uh, does a tourniquet around herself and a single teardrop like comes down from her face and there was like this just just this moment of vulnerability where it's like okay she's not superwoman you know she's not like completely overpowered or anything like that like like and you know what if they did have a goofy ending where she like shoved a bomb in one of the alligator's mouths and then said a corny uh, line and then the alligator's like blew up or something like that i would have probably <laughs> have believed it but at the same time i would have knocked some points onto this no this film just when you think it's teetering to the edge of unbelievability where the movie's just going to completely lose you you're just no longer there for the ride anymore it then does something emotionally either with the characters themselves facing a life or death situation or Uh, something related to each other as their own relationship as father and daughter developed throughout the film. Those are the moments that kind of pulled me back in.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that this movie really does have a great, well, maybe not great, but it has a solid emotional core between those two characters uh, with the father and the daughter. And
0: I think... No, you know what it is? Hold on. I I, want to just, I want to clear that up there. I think the word is essential because without it, the movie would be a failure. And it's like the bare minimum. It's the essentials, you yes. know? It's it's what you need in order for this movie to work. And they don't go above and beyond. They just give you the right amount.
1: <laughs> I would agree with that, yeah. The, uh, the essentials is a very perfect description of it because it doesn't really do more than what's necessary. But at the same time, it provides enough to pull you through the story. And, you know, you might get a little eye-rolly a little bit when the story stops to get to a more emotional moment, but it works for what those characters are going through. And even if it is just filler to get to the next, you know, alligator attack, it still kind of works for the movie.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. You know, in fact, there were a couple times while watching this where, you know, like I said before, the movie, oh, the movie was constantly playing a dance with me in terms of, okay, we're going to just keep on throwing a new problem at, at these characters, whether it's a physical obstacle to get out of the uh, crawl space because the water levels are rising. That's a constant danger. Or we're going to introduce more alligators. Because I I thought going into this, Josh, I thought it was going to just be one. I had no idea it was going to be multiple.
1: Yeah, I thought it was just going to be one too. And when that reveal happens, it's genuinely surprising. And it builds upon itself too to really creative avenues and – it's something that the movie does really well to capitalize on and make it very fun and entertaining.
0: Now, to be completely fair, it is entertaining. I was personally never not once actually scared. Were you?
1: No, but I don't really think this is really a movie that I ever thought I would be legitimately scared by.
0: I mean, they are CGI alligators after all.
1: <laughs> y- yeah, and like I said, also, that I think for a movie trying to be being played in like this key of very fun, I think you lose some legitimate fright to it. But I think that's okay, because you're just sort of reveling in the whole tone of the film. And I think that
0: is perfectly fine to go
1: with as well.
0: And you know, I I, you know, I kind of making fun of the CGI alligators just a little bit here. I do have to give some credit where credit's due. This is a very good looking movie for a budget of 13.5 million dollars.
1: Oh, yeah. I definitely agree. It it does not look
0: as cheap as it could have. Those alligators could have looked awful. Yeah. I mean, like, really awful. Yeah. And they don't look great, but they are good enough that it definitely still puts you into the movie. It's uh, You know, you, you get sucked into what's going on, I think. Uh, a lot of the times, although, you know, like, man, this is like I said, I'm constantly at war with myself all the time over this movie. You know, one of the things, Josh, that for me, I understand this is like what people sign up for. I understand this is why they go to the movie to see the alligators chew on people. But at a certain point, I had to ask myself, how hungry are these alligators really? <laughs> that they're really going this far out of their way? You know? Well, it's where all the splashing was. That's where the people were. I mean, unless if I am completely, completely hammered, I am not running down the street for that Taco Bell. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's what these alligators were like. They were treating the human beings like they were a, uh, you know, crunchy taco. And they were just trying <laughs> so desperately to get it at three o'clock in the morning.
1: My God. Hey, well, you know what? When it's a storm happening, you don't know where the
0: food's coming from. So you grab it where you can get it. They, they, but to them, it's nothing, you know, they got, they're got they in the water, they're in their element, their habitat, I, come on. Uh, eh, nah. Whatever, I'll let that one go, I'll let it go.
1: Yeah, I think that's just one of those things you kind of just have to
0: roll with to be in the world of the movie. There's a lot of things that this movie could have done that would have made it worse, and they didn't do it. And I was really, really happy with that. For example, there is this uh, side character, uh, he's a cop and I, I was afraid that the movie was going to go in a route where he was going to become some sort of a uh, romantic interest for Haley, and at the end of the movie, you know, they survive and they end up together. Maybe, you know, maybe the father dies, you know, or whatever. Um, and, I'm, and you know, I'm just glad it didn't go that route.
1: Yeah, nope, did not go that route at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, we
1: don't want to say too much, but we will say that it there is no... Um, resolution for the two of them together let's just say that
0: (laughs) also too you know it just in terms of like grounding this in within what is reality anyway but grounding this within reality a little bit here i had to at a certain point question just not not initially but as we got to the third act especially i had to ask could you die from that much blood loss and the answer is yes and so i'm watching like because these characters have been bit to death like, multiple times. Not just once. I'm talking, like, multiple times by these alligators. Yes. And these are huge lacerations. And one character, at one point, spoiler, loses a limb. If you don't get that person to a medic soon, they are dying. <laughs> Plain and simple.
1: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. But, you know what? At the same time, I did kind of appreciate it to a certain extent, because it showed that these characters weren't completely indestructible, either. So that they were very vulnerable in these situations and that actually helped with the tension of the scene because it wasn't like they – you knew that they were immediately going to swim away and be totally fine. That they could be hurt and that I think worked really well for this movie's favor.
0: I mean I will admit that when we got to the end and uh, you know, the two characters have just been through hell and back, uh, the film does a really, really, really good job of illustrating just how exhausted they are and how battered they are and just – everything that they've been through. You do feel uh, the weight of that, very much so. And then the film ends predictably right where you would think it would end. I didn't expect there to be any kind of resolution uh, afterwards in terms of uh, some more of the character work. I mean, for the most part, there are other characters in this movie, but it's it's a two-hander between Barry Pepper and Kea Scodelario.
1: Yeah, and when they're done, the movie's done. And I like that the film actually doesn't overstay its welcome. It knows when to get in and when to get out, and I wish more movies followed that lead.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, wait a minute. You know what? There is a third character. We forgot about Sugar. Yes, yes, the, the dog. Once again, my theory holding true that Hollywood is starting to catch on, that if you want to care about a movie, you throw a dog into it. That it seems to be something that I feel movies are now using a little too much lately, but... There you go. And I have to say, it worked because there were genuine moments in this movie where I was scared shitless that that dog was going to get eaten by an alligator.
1: Oh, yeah, because that's usually the go-to for movies like this, that you introduce the animal, and usually they're fodder for whatever is about to happen.
0: Pet cemetery.
1: Exactly. And I, I think that this is actually one spoiler people would probably enjoy us saying is that the dog does live. So... You can yes. go into this movie and not have to see the
0: dog get eaten. I still think it's an emo- emotional manipulation. Like I'm telling you, it feels like every single movie I see nowadays has a dog in it constantly.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, it's a cheap trick. Don't get me wrong, but it's effective for what it needs to be.
0: And you can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> 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 hey, listen, I'm having fun with this review. You know, this is a fun movie. Oh, don't yeah. take it too seriously.
1: Oh yeah, It's a very fun movie. And, Actually, a movie that this reminded me of a little bit, not not entirely, but just in little bits and pieces, was Tremors. I don't know if you've ever oh, seen yeah. that film. Mm-hmm. You know, just in kind of the way that the alligators would move in the water and how sometimes the camera is above the water, so you can't see them, but you see them interacting with stuff that lets you know that they're there. It kind of reminded me a lot about that film. And Tremors is one of my all-time favorite movies, and this isn't anywhere like near that film in terms of quality, but it did give me just little hints of that other film. And it
0: was another reason why I very much enjoyed watching crawl. Well, one of the great things that Alexandra, a uh, Alexandria, I can't get his name, right. Alexandra, aha does very, very well with crawl is as you would have to do for this type of film. You need to immerse the audience through the tools of filmmaking that are at your disposal as a filmmaker, right? So you need to have good sound work. You need to have some really interesting visuals. They got the backdrop of the hurricane. You got to have passable CGI, which they do. And you got to have some tense editing and some really good moments of suspense. And I think that this film, more than anything, forget about the character work, the emotional story and all that. I think that Alexandra Ahad really knows how to make this just a tight movie. That was like the one thing I I said the most coming out of it was like, I was like, that was a tight movie, 87 minutes long in and out stripped down to its bare essentials. And as a result, you get this nuts and bolts uh, filmmaking approach. Oh yeah. He, the way that he approaches
1: this material, I think is just really well done. And I like that he has such a narrow focus on what this story needs to be and how to build out that tension. And he does, A pretty good job with this material he doesn't try to make it bloated He doesn't try to make itself important he knows the objective that this movie needs to
0: accomplish and does so
1: very effectively
0: and one last thing too i'll say uh before we get to final thoughts here is i've noticed that there is always like kind of this thing in screenplays such as this where the character the main character is given some sort of a trait and it's something that they'll be able to use to their advantage in the conflict that is to come so here Haley is a swimmer which hell that worked out great oh, <laughs> you know oh, yeah. could you imagine this movie if she was not a professional swimmer
1: <laughs> it would be challenging for her for sure but and and even though it is kind of obvious the way that the screenplay is using that trope it still i thought was effectively woven into the to the uh, arc of the character so that it felt at least Genuine enough for what the movie needed to accomplish.
0: Yeah, no, I t- I totally agree with you. Absolutely, uh, short movie, short review. We'll go to final thoughts, Josh. What, what final thoughts do you have on Crawl?
1: Uh, I think the only thing that I would just mention is I just want to talk a just briefly mention my favorite scene in the film, and, sure. And it is the three robbers at the convenience store. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I just really love the way that scene is constructed and how that tension builds out and then when you do get the alligators actually attacking. Like the first attack is kind of in the background and you don't even notice it at first. It's almost like a visual gag. It's like a comedy uh, bit. And I just found that whole sequence to be like this perfect blend of being a little funny but also being genuinely kind of tension-filled and... Uh, it really struck the right tone uh, that this movie was going for and I that to me was my favorite scene in the film oh
0: uh, my favorite hmm interesting because you said favorite scene there. now I'm thinking about my favorite scene I like the scene where they are using the um, the pipes uh, as sound yeah uh, to lure to lure them away so that she can get an opening to escape really really like that but uh, but you know what, though? Like Okay, I, here's something I, I definitely need to mention. Because this could have been my favorite scene. But then the movie didn't go fur, far, like didn't go and It didn't go w- with it. It was so frustrating. Oh, didn't go like as far with it as I thought they would. And that was with the baby alligators. Yeah, they introduced it. It was a great setup. I was so excited. I started getting Lost World vibes. You know, that opening scene. With the baby uh, Velociraptors? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like thinking to myself like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. And, and, and what, like one scene and it's like it's over and it's done? And I just – I was let down by that.
1: I think it was really more of a set of just to let you know that there were more alligators out there. Um, sure. I think that was really what it was more so trying to communicate because as much as it would have been kind of – amusing to see like a horde of baby alligators like slowly <laughs> devour somebody um maybe they figured that was just one step too far
0: i mean that would have been more terrifying than the big ones in my opinion honestly yeah i mean i could have gone with it yeah those alligators be fucking in that crawl space yeah or the drain pipe whatever it was bottom line they were they were getting down and they were getting busy
1: <laughs> i mean they had that like little pit there that they were just collecting
0: everything yeah like there, this this is our secret clubhouse guys you get that corner and you get that <laughs> corner.
1: <laughs> God, we stockpile the snacks for later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Josh, what grade? I'm very curious to hear this one. What grade would you give crawl?
1: Um, I think that I would give crawl a seven out of ten. It's not like a great movie, and I certainly don't want to like build it up to be too much. It is very simple in its ambitions, but I also think that what it does set out to accomplish, it just does really well. I was very entertained for 90 minutes, and sometimes that's all you need out of a movie, so I thoroughly recommend it for what it is.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't know if this is so much like a movie theater film, which is all the more remarkable that it was released in movie theaters to me. This felt like it really should have been one of those straight-to-VOD releases, but it's actually like pretty good. So I can see why it got a theatrical release. Plus, it has Sam Raimi's name attached to it. I, I get all of that. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you're kind of just tired of these big budget films or these very, very serious independent dramas, and you want to watch something that is just easy, very easily digestible, like the human flesh for these alligators, <laughs> then watch Crawl. <laughs> um, I would give it a 6 out of 10. I, I had some issues with it throughout, but you know, some of that was like... I don't know. Some of it, I think. Some of I think, is a me thing. Uh, also, too, I'm also comparing comparing it to other movies I've seen this year and stuff. And you know, let's let's be real. Uh, this is not like a movie that's going to resonate with you after you leave the theater. No, <laughs> no. I'll, I'll struggle to remember this movie when we even get to our end of year awards. If you know, and you know what, it probably won't even contend for any for me. So there you go. <laughs> no,
1: it's not a movie that really has a lot of staying power. I'll certainly admit to that. But I also think that. Just while I was watching it, I was having such a fun time with it and not needing to engage with it much more beyond that, and even if a movie is just doing those things, I still find it enjoyable to watch, and that's enough for me to recommend it. That might be actually the best
0: thing about Crawl. It asks absolutely nothing of you, and yet it gives you something in return versus other movies that ask nothing of you, and they give you nothing. (laughs) And then there are movies that ask the world of you, and, well, you know, that can be a little tough to uh, meet the expectation of sometimes. So I I actually appreciate it for that fact. This is a very, very easy movie to just put on, sitting at home, with friends. Hey, you want to watch something that's, like, you know, easy but fun? Here you go. Let's watch Crawl. Absolutely. You know, you might crawl to the movie theater to watch it, but, you know, at home, no. Plop yourself down, you know it'll be it'll be fun.
1: (laughs) Perfect popcorn movie.
0: Yep, zero Oscar potential. However, yeah. (laughs) However, to this film's credit, zero Razzie potential.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, if this this is far too good to get anywhere near the Razzies.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. But there are other movies of this making that you know usually show up at awards like that. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, there is usually a genre of films that can show up there, but fortunately this one has enough quality to it that I think it will escape that
0: fate. I totally agree. Absolutely. So, crawl. (laughs) Frickin' crawl. I don't know why this didn't screen for critics. I mean, I guess on one hand I can understand why, but I have to admit, it added a level of anticipation to it that when I saw it at the first screening on Thursday night... I was like, you know, sitting in a theater house with uh, some audience members and some New York film critics and I mean, everybody really had a good time with it for the most part, you know? Yeah, you might walk away shrugging a little bit like, you know, it's not going to be on anyone's top 10 list or anything like that, but it knows what it is and it gives you exactly what you expect. And sometimes that's enough and that is okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember when we talked about the trailer for it on the main podcast and our opinion seemed to be like, yeah, this probably won't be great, but it might be fun and entertaining. And it seemed like the initial reviews were much more optimistic than I was hoping for. So and I think the movie delivered on exactly what it promised to do. And for that, I am thankful for it.
0: Absolutely. All right, Josh, where can they find you on the internet?
1: You can find me on Twitter at J.R. Parham.
0: And you can find me at Next Best Picture. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to our review of Crawl here on the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, ACAST, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of the show. Rate us five stars. Leave us a comment. And when you're done with that, head on over to Patreon. $1 minimum a month can get you some exclusive podcast content thank you so much for listening as always we shall see you all next time